1: you're now listening to the check-in with black menswear and i'm your host neandre broussard ceo and founder of black menswear it's unfortunate that black men have had to fight negative perceptions that not only make our personal journeys more difficult but directly impact the wider african-american community on the check-in we provide proof against these stereotypes by discussing engaging topics that uplift our community through interviews of inspiring individuals with stories of racks to riches defeat to victory and just downright interesting stuff you'll want to hear Although Black Men's Wear was birthed out of a love for men's fashion and style, that love has blossomed into one of the internet's foremost communities for men to gain encouragement, inspiration, and of course, style and swag tips. We've literally gone viral over and over again for our flash mobs. Now, you ain't gotta be black to listen to this podcast, but you do have to keep an open mind and have a desire to be a part of something to change the narrative. Thanks for tapping in. This is The Check-In with Black Menswear. I'm really excited for today's check-in. We got my guy Thrash coming through. Uh, you know, the man is, is, is a drip legend. Um, so I hope you guys are really entertain and tune in what we got today. Uh, before I bring Thrash in, got to do a little bit of housekeeping. You know what I'm saying? First, make sure you go and you follow uh, the check-in across all podcast platforms, right? Go ahead and subscribe to it on all podcast platforms. Go ahead and just subscribe to the check-in. Second thing, you got to share. You got to tell somebody else about it because these stories that we have in are so dope and so impactful and so close to our community from guys that are leaders that are excelling in our community. So don't forget to do that. Third, yo, this hat is kind of wavy. So don't forget Black menswear and wear brands have a collaboration that comes out next month. We are going to bring, this is called a moment of time. Rightfully so. It's a moment of time where we got two Black brands that are coming together to do something super, super dope. So don't miss out on the opportunity to get a moment of time, hack collaboration. Without further ado, I gotta bring my guy Thrash in here to come in, so let me see if I get my guy. Come in here, drop these gems, talk his talk his shit, cause I know he gonna come in here talking that mad stuff. Uh, we're bringing him in here, oh yeah, there you go. Yo, there- yo. What up, family? How you doing, bro?
0: Good, man, how you doing?
1: Man, forgive man, forgive me for my, my two minute delay, bro. My set got my set started falling apart on me. I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> so, but uh, we in here though. We in here. So, guys, we're on the check in. We're here. This is season two, episode two. We got my guy Thrash on with us on the check in. Now, I can only introduce him in, in the way that I can do is introduce him, but I gotta let the man introduce himself. So, Thrash, man, let let the people know who you are, just just a little bit.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. My name is Quentin Thrash, also known as Staple I am a custom, uh, bespoke menswear designer. Uh, I'm based in L.A., but I'm originally a country boy from Georgia, man. So yeah, I got yeah one of them stories, man. I I come from a small town, and I've been in L.A. ten years now. So okay. yeah, I've been I've been grinding for a while, trying to get to where I'm at now, man.
1: Now, now, did you
0: go to L.A. to to, to follow your dream, to follow your passion? So technically not. Well. Yeah, yeah. To follow my passion, yeah. But like, honestly, when I moved here, I didn't really have a real like, like right away path that I that I plan on taking. I was just yeah. kind of, uh, honestly just given opportunity to move to LA, and I just knew everything that I was already doing, I would be able to expand it more. You know, what I'm saying once I so right. a um a barber. I've been I've been a barber for seventeen years now.
1: Okay, okay. So, like,
0: one of those things I always had in my back pocket, so I knew even no matter where. I okay, I always know how to, you know what I'm saying, make ends meet with that. So I, sure. moved, I moved here with that in my back pocket. And then the fashion and style was just something that was always just very natural to me. And so eventually, you know what I'm saying, all of that kind of stuff just kind of runs its course, you know what I'm saying, when, it, when it's genuine, it always kind of comes around full circle, so. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Not now,
1: so so that's a, that's a great introduction, man. So again, we got Thrash here on, on the check-in and you follow one passion to L.A., Right. Fell in love with something totally different or something a little bit different and then started focusing on that and really blossomed um, uh, uh, within that. Right. Like Mm -hmm. so for for you kind of being along this this path, like at what point did you start to feel as though like you're becoming successful in what it is that you're doing?
0: Man, you know what, bro? It took me five years before I actually got stable.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Five years on couches, staying with different women I was dating, things like that. Five years, bro.
1: Yeah. And
0: it was honestly when I had my son, which ironically, like, I don't mean to be cliche and be like, oh, when I had my son, I started grinding. And it's like, no, I had always been grinding. I had always yeah. been. It was just something about the timing when my son was born. It was literally two months before my son um, was born that, like, everything finally started clicking. All the hard work, <laughs> all the um, the hustle I have been putting in, everything just started kind of making sense. And because of like me, so I originally moved to LA from Charleston, South Carolina, where I went to college at, I had already kind of been comfortable in a sense because uh, I had been, been working in a barbershop for a while, making decent money. Yeah. So when I moved to LA and kind of went back to the grind, I didn't really trip because I already knew, I knew how to kind of get back to where I was. So I, I, I was never like frustrated, like, oh, this ain't working out because I yeah. always I would be able to pick up those clippers and get back where I wanted to. But I had to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice some major in order to be able to you know, elevate to that next level.
1: No, so good point.
0: I thugged it out for a good five years before I actually kind of got my footing, And man, from there, it's just like the opportunities I had, I just started taking advantage of them. And I was glad that I it took me the amount of time that it did to kind of, uh, to get where, I, where, I'm, where I'm at now. Because yeah. if I had a, if I had a, Had some of these opportunities present themselves earlier, I honestly possibly would have had the capacity to actually be able to utilize some of the things. Oh,
1: that's a good point. Yeah,
0: yeah. Five years like built me to where I'm at to be able to like utilize all the uh, resources and things that I have and the knowledge that I have. So
1: that's a good point, man. When you think about you know, success doesn't happen overnight, and sometimes you like you planting seeds for the harvest. Like I always talk about this journey of success. It's all about. What are you doing today that's helping and inspiring your future self, right? Because we got to help and inspire ourselves. And so, for you to say that, really hitting on the point that there's sometimes we grow too fast, and we grow, and then all of a sudden we're overwhelmed with stuff, and that's where you seek. You know, sometimes people fall apart; they they're not able to match the efficiencies. It, it 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 uh it soils business relationships because people are like, well, they're not reliable. I can't count on them. So we do sometimes people do obtain success too quickly. But the way you stated this, like, you know, I took all the wins for what they were and used them to build upon what you got to now. And it was all in the right time. And am I I hearing you right?
0: Yeah. So that's why I'm a big, firm believer of trusting the process is like that I wasn't. Uh I knew I wasn't like half fast and I knew I wasn't you know what I'm saying playing playing around not really you know what I'm saying staying focused so I knew that eventually my time would come so I yeah. never I never really stressed about it and that's why I was able to sl- sleep on couches for 5 years cuz I wasn't my mindset wasn't even on trying to be comfortable it's like I'm I'm working I'm grinding I'm trying to yeah. get right now. right so it, oh, it it didn't it really didn't weigh on me that bad man
1: yeah no for sure for sure now <laughs> Now thinking about kind of like where you where you're at now and you still on this journey, right? Cause I know a lot of people look at you, they're like, oh, it's thrash and made it. But if I know you, I know you like, I mean, I'm cool, but I still ain't I still ain't eclipsed or gotten to nowhere near where I wanna be. Um one of the, one of those moments that I definitely want to hit on, right? Um, you got the opportunity to put the drip on Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Was that for the oh, for the Emmys? Was that the when he hosted he hosted the Emmys? Yeah. So, man, how did how did that whole thing come about? And how did you feel, you know, in that moment?
0: You know what, man? It's like even – so this attests to the statement that I just made about timing being right, right? Yeah. So me and Cedric uh, originally met through one of his, like, his business partners who uh, wanted me to design, like, a shirt, like this, like, bowling shirt that I had did. But they wanted me to, like, do it for um, a part of something that Cedric had going on. Yeah. And so I went and met up with said at his house. And it was, there was probably like four of us in that meeting. And when I got there, I don't know if you ever seen my car, but I got an AC. Yeah. Yep. When I pulled up to the house, I come through. And when as soon as I walk in the house, his wife was like, like she was like, that's your car outside? I was like, like yeah. So um, we had the meeting. When I left out of the meeting, I'm walking to my car. Everybody that was in the house, Follows me outside to come check out the car. Yeah. But then said was like, "Oh, so you in the classics?" She so like he was like follow me in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, he showed me a couple of his cars, and that's how me and his like relationship kind of formed. Mm. Uh, so I think it was like two weeks later, I get a text message from him. Well, at this time we we didn't even have each other's phone number. I was dealing with his business partner at the time. Yeah. Right. 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 Random text message: Hey, me and some boys we like going on, we going cruising, you know what I'm saying, in the the cars or whatever this Sunday. And he was like, you know what I'm saying, pull up. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) right, right. So, uh,
1: who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast
0: cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. uh, Yeah, man, and so when we were there, we we linked up, we chopping it up, and he was like, man, I got something, I can't really speak on it right now, but I got something big that I think I kind of want you a part of, man, that I trust you with, and uh, it ended up being, you know what I'm saying, the Emmys play. But uh, I I say all that to say is, like, the way that our relationship is the way it is is because of, like, not just me being a fashion designer. It's like, it's around it that I've built this, like, this lifestyle about for sure, for yeah, like, sure. younger. I, I couldn't have had that lifestyle built around everything that I have. It wasn't just, Oh, he's a fashion designer. He's cool. It's like, no, he met me. I was cool. I was down to earth. Everything around me is put together. Well, the whole presentation, the whole package is put together. Well,
1: yeah. You
0: know? So, um, yeah, that's, that's the you know entrusted in me, man, because you no know saying the whole, everything that I brought to the table, was to elevate you know, I'm saying everyone that's around me so uh and so to this day like man we still cool we text regularly just as homies and not just yeah comp-
1: right right and that's a, that's that's a big thing too for anybody out there that's 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 starting a business or that has a business one of the biggest things about business is relationships right mm-hmm. uh, um you gotta think about right you're not the only designer in la hell especially not in la right but what differentiates you, you from everybody else. A lot of that comes down to how you carry yourself as a person. When you come into that meeting, how you, you know, engage with people and how they like, what you guys click on to where relationships are really big driving forces in business. Even a lot of times greater than the products that people have, you know, and you just, you, I mean, you just laid it out. It's basically like, yo, we clicked in another lane that then opened up another opportunity because they got to know the person. And as a business owner, showcasing yourself as the person, I think is a big thing that often gets overlooked because, you know, a lot of times people are always trying to shove that product down people's throat and yeah. they don't forget about the, who are you? Like people, people in business with thrash because of who you are, not necessarily just because, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know how to put something on that looks well for them and they take it,
0: they take that experience and they run with it. Yeah. And like, for example, like when, when we do hang out or we're out at car meets or whatever it may be, the way that I'm dressed is just going to, that's just how I dress every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even me hanging around him, like I have I have a lot of celebrity clients and it's crazy when will there'll be times where like I'll be getting attention for you no know saying the way I dress or the way I present myself and, and not my clients.
1: Yeah, right,
0: right. Like once when you have clients who very no sense who are assured of themselves, like that doesn't bother them. It's like right. that means I have the right type of people in my circle. You for know what sure. I mean? That's the very important thing is to be able to actually bring value to the relationship and the situation, other than just you no know saying trying to show a product down somebody's throat. You no, know I mean? nah,
1: good point, good point. Value, value versus commodity, right? Everybody got a commodity. Don't everybody got value. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Are you damn sure than showing your value. Um now now thinking about again this this journey, this road to where you are today, and you guys, you guys here on the check-in, we got my guy Quentin Thrash, aka Thrash on with us. Um Talking about your journey, bro, I know, you know, you already kind of alluded to some of the some of the early obstacles you had to overcome uh, as related to, you know, basically just kind of like location, that kind of stuff. But 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 what are what is one like super big obstacle you remember? But but overcoming that now you like, dang, I know exactly why I went through that test. I know exactly why I had to go through that. And what has it done for you since then?
0: Man, I mean, you like saying, I think. All of us as creatives and artists, and especially entrepreneurs, we we all have so many of these moments.
1: Yeah, right.
0: So I feel like one of my biggest ones, man, was me getting kicked out of college, man. So I um I went to college on a full football scholarship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was I played, I played basketball, football, I ran track. Uh, I was a huge athlete. And uh, my sophomore year of college, uh, I ended up losing my scholarship off of some stuff. We ain't got to mention right now, but it really went. It really, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So it's like, it's. I was 19 years old and I get kicked out of college, man. And It's like, it's literally like somebody just like turns the lights off. It's like, and what what do I do tomorrow? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I wasn't prepared for this. Yesterday and today are two totally different things right now. Right. Um, I just remember one thing I told my dad. I was like, I'm not going to be that statistic of that little black boy who has all this potential, all this talent and got to come back and live with his parents. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So I I told my dad I was staying in South Carolina, I was gonna figure it out. I refused. I, I never I never went back home. I could probably count on my hand how many times I've been back to Florida since I got kicked out of school. Like it's literally like that serious. Yeah. Um uh, so I'm, I just my I just seen something pop on my phone. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so after the so after school, I was like, what am I gonna do? So I was trying to get a job, couldn't find a job nowhere. Uh, but the one thing that I had in my in my back pocket was I had been cutting hair. Yeah. So uh, I ended up got getting into a barbershop, and then that's how things kind of started. You know, saying taking a turn for me. But then what also happened is because in that barbershop I was the young dude. I, mean, I, was, I was nineteen. Everybody else they married, got kids, and all this stuff, and all of the things that I was talking about. I'm dreaming big and
1: like feeling
0: yeah. it. They just like, man, you just a little young. You just a little young dude.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So now I moved to LA and everything that I was talking about doing, I'm actually doing. And I got a whole different level of respect for it just because like they couldn't see the vision that I have for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, but and one thing I will admit, man, this all everything that I do in fashion and style is completely genuine and just it's all me. Like I didn't go to any fashion schooling, I didn't take any classes, I didn't do any of that stuff, man. This was all school of hard, <clears throat> school of hard knocks having the will to want to know and knowing how to go source that information for myself. Yeah. And that is the biggest thing that, uh, the biggest learning thing that I have is showing myself that, Oh, the information is out there and you can go get it. You don't have to take the, you, know what I'm saying? you don't have to take the traditional route just because, you know what I'm saying? That's what people tell you, you have to do. My route was definitely uh, unpaved. It wasn't very nurtured. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I'm com- I come from the country. Like, <clears throat> nobody in my family is artists and creatives and stuff, nothing like that like i was just in a league of my own trying yeah. to it all out you know yeah I mean? yeah.
1: So, yeah i love that but
0: that that's where that's where you really were able to draw on your creativity you know
1: what i'm saying like bro i'm gonna tell you right now when i was getting dressed to come on here I said, hold on man, i gotta put some shit on because i know thrash is gonna come and you came in stuck in here with this shirt on bro and i'm like dang like <laughs> I- I try, you know, I try my best and he come in with his shirt that just got, got, got it going. But no, I, I, I love that. You know what I'm saying? You understand that. And people, that's a testimony to people. You know what I'm saying? People that, that feel as though, well, I, in order for me to get here, I got to go and I got to go through this traditional route. And you're like, nah, I just, you know, at, at some point you got to take control in your own hands. And that's what you did, mm-hmm. right? You were like, this is what I want to get more involved in and get more, you know, get a better understanding of this. So shoot, I'm going to learn it myself. I'm going to find a piece to myself and take your own approach. And again, that's where you're able to stand out when we talk about business. And I just keep, I keep hitting on this because entrepreneurs out there try to be like everybody else. It's like, nah, run your lane, run your course your way. And it's going to, you know, it's going to work for you in the way that it does because it's supposed to be your
0: journey. It's not supposed to be somebody else's journey. Yeah. Yeah. There is no like, no saying I'm going from the South once again. So we got all these sayings and you're like, yeah, sure do. One in one way to skin a cat. So like, you know and I'm saying? You, and, and know what that means. It's like, it's more than one way to do anything. So just because this route worked for someone, they, it might not work for you that same way. Or for just sure. it didn't work for someone, doesn't mean that's not the route for you. So for for sure. just, I figured out what worked for me and I stayed true to it. And yeah, it may have paid off in the end.
1: I love it, bro. So thinking about, you know, you just kind of talked about it, but like thinking about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself 10 years ago that can help you get quicker to where you are today? What would you just drop a nugget on, on, on younger
0: thrash 10 years ago? Mm. That's crazy. Cause 10 years is literally when I moved to LA. <laughs> True. Uh, what would that gym be to myself? I think it would be to start associating myself with the types of people that I want to, that I want to be around sooner. Cause it took mm. me a while to realize that like when I first moved out here, I was doing a lot of partying. I was doing a lot of, you know what I'm saying, hanging out, kicking it like that. And I wasn't super focused. Um, but I mean, it worked in a way cause I, I met a lot of people from being in the party scene. I got uh, a lot of notoriety and being recognized because of the way I dress from that. But I think the people that I associate myself with now, I would have had, um, I would, have, I would have had a quicker. I would have had a quicker turnaround. You know what I mean. And I would have yeah. learned. I would have learned the things that I needed to learn. I would have learned them sooner that way. Yeah. You know what I mean. I feel like when I was younger, ten years ago, I wasn't learning a lot. Like I was meeting.
1: Yeah. I was
0: right. The thing that I, things that I needed to know in business, and I wish I could have learned those things sooner.
1: That's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. You know what they say? Uh, iron sharp is iron. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the people. And again, I'm from the south too, straight out of Texas, coming yeah. straight out of Texas. But like to your point, like. Iron sharpens iron where the 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 rooms that you
0: now everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Moving in, them rooms, like that was one thing I learned uh, I learned at a younger age too. It's like, nah, there's different conversations going on. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, and, and while I'm trying to trying to be in this particular space, my boy was telling me he's like, bro. Um, uh, he said, bro, like after college, I did a little bit of time as an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. He was like, bro, like you would be amazed at the difference in conversation that you have between cultures. He was like, like you know, I pick up dudes that are you know that are uh, uh, drunk after the club, whatnot after the bar. He said, well, I pick up these dudes that don't look like us. They drunk. But they talking about mergers, acquisitions, investments, mm. and they they lit. You know what I'm saying? They talking about that versus he like we get in the car, we drunk, we talking about hoes, uh 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 spending money and like these things. And he was like, bro, at that point, that kind of clicked something to me. Like, damn, like I'm 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 tripping. You know, when I'm thinking about the type of conversations I'm having. But to your point. It's those circles that you're around. It's who you're around that also helps to elevate you because they dropping nuggets on you and you're able to really kind of capture
0: those, that information and do something with the information too. Yeah, man. And you'll you'll learn, man, like you'll start, you'll start shedding a lot of dead weight. Um, which like I said, it's that's something I kinda held true um, on kind of like held tightly, is like still wanting to, to keep the same people around me that came up with me, but you realize a lot of them people like. Everybody ain't meant to come for the for the full ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for like, sure. Try all you want. Like I, I've tried all I want, man. I had I had a really kind of a not want to say a big falling out, but I kind of like fell out with uh, one of my closest friends recently, and it was literally because he felt that I had changed because of the type of circles that I'm involved in now. And I'm like, how have I changed when I brought you into that room with me? Yeah so how like how how did you throw that in my face when I brought you into this room with me yeah to Show you what it's like over here, but you're taking it as oh you ain't kicking it with all the people that we used to kick it with you kick, it's like i'm not I'm not understanding that when i'm I'm bringing you in this in this situation because I still want to keep you know what I'm saying my close knit people in the know of all the stuff that I'm learning now
1: for sure for sure
0: hurt me bro, just because like I'm very uh I'm all about you know what I'm saying keeping my people close you know what I mean yeah
1: right 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 right.
0: Are realizing that some people man they just they're not on the same path, and you know what i'm saying you got you gotta be willing to you know what I'm saying share that dead weight sometimes
1: I think that's a maturity piece too you know what I'm saying like i think I think a lot of people especially speaking in our community, a lot of people that um should have made it right could have made it didn't because of the circle that they stayed with right mm-hmm. because they were like you know what I gotta be and 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 I think it's a difference between like uh to your point like I'm not Disloyal. I just got to take care of, you know, saying of what I'm trying to get to. And then you never know when I get to where I'm supposed to be at, what kind of doors can I open now? Mm-hmm. But if, you know, but if, if I don't even get a chance to get there because I'm stuck with, you know, not to say dead weight, but that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's something that we, I think we often, I think a lot of our, a lot of men in our community have gotten stuck in traps like that because mm-hmm. they, you know, they feel so much as, oh, yo, I got to be, you know, I got to be savior to everybody too. Right. I think that's something that we that we hold weight on because a lot of times we the first ones to do this, we the first ones to do that. And we hold the weight of all of that towards like, well, I can't even leave because if I leave, you know, what's gonna happen to them? Versus we gotta think about it more so long lines. If I leave and I get it, how can I come back in a way that's even more impactful than us struggling together? Like like you know what I'm saying? Now it's like, okay, boom, knocking her kinda of help with with different programs and things like that. And I mean you bring up a great point with that.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, man.
1: So let me let me ask you this. So you know, um, we know we know who you are from a designer space, right, bro? I didn't see you on commercials. I didn't see you on on series on TV. Uh, I didn't see you in magazines. I didn't see you all over social media, right? And we know you for that. What's 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 something that nobody knows or few people know about Quentin Thrash?
0: Ha. <laughs> And,
1: oh man you know that
0: I feel like it's kind of hard for me because it's kind of hard for me to answer right now because I feel like I'm very candid and I'm very open about you know yeah. my lifestyle so uh something that nobody knows about me uh, I don't I don't think there's nothing that people don't know about me I feel like I'm very open man but like I'm a big I'm a big um I'm a big family man like so I got a four-year-old son named royal man and like, I was able to just get him involved. He just did his first um, commercial. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm very big on that, man. I'm very big on being a, a positive, you know what I'm saying, parent, father figure. Um, what else? Uh, I'm a homebody. I'm a homebody, man. Like you said, I said, I struggled for so long that, like, now that i have like – Built all of this, it's like, man, let me enjoy it now.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. jumping through hoops and stuff. So a lot of the time, man, it's it's rare to see me out nowadays. It's rare to see me out, man. I'm somewhere chilling with my with my son or whatever. I'm chilling, man. Uh I'm I'm trying to think of something good for you.
1: No, I mean shoot, that's that's good enough. I mean, in the in the true essence of it is, you know what I mean? Like when you think about who you are? Because again, a lot of people I know. They, I know they've seen your son, you know, on on the page ever so often, little man on the page. But like that's a the fact that the, that's the first thing you know you bring up. That said a lot to me. I'm a dad, right? So I I that 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 understanding of that father son relationship is is special. You know what I'm saying? I got two
0: boys. Yeah. Oh, oh that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. It's a- something that that's a little interesting. So not that it's a bad thing, but Believe it or not, contrary to like the way I dress, is as bold as I dress and as loud as I dress. When I'm out at places, I'm kind of like a wallflower. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, it's because I honestly don't like all the attention that I get. If the, if, if it sounds kind of like
1: Nah, I, I, I'm with you right there.
0: Yeah. When, like so, when I get dressed, man, this is just my. This is my art. This is my. This is just. It comes natural to me. Like I don't put no more thought into getting dressed as the next man does. Know you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but what happens is, especially I'm six foot four, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I demand a lot of attention when I walk in a room. And it's all the majority of the conversations always have to be about what I'm
1: wearing. Yeah.
0: And I'm much more than that. Right. When I go to places, I tend to end up just like kind of sliding off to the side because I get tired of having the same conversation over and over. Yeah. That's Thing that people feel like they can talk to me about is my what I'm wearing or fashion, and I'm like, bro, like there's so much more to me than just yeah. I don't. So yeah, man. So I, I tend to, you know, what I'm saying I, I walk in, I end up kind of finding me a little corner and I be chilling, man, because I just I don't I don't feel the need to be all over the place and all in front. Of, you know, so I don't drink, I don't smoke. Never yeah. had. um I'm just a real chill dude, man. So that's a good. That's a that's a, that's a good point. A lot of people think, despite li-
1: the spotlight. You know, you thrive in that. It's like, I, for you, it's like that's work. I gotta go to work. You know what I'm mean? yeah. saying? <laughs> I go in, I yeah. work it, and then at that point, it's like, dang, I'm try-
0: I-, I get it, bro. I've been, I've been there a few times. It's like ah, this I- Lord, kid. almost it being like more mysterious. It's almost yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy now he's gone. He, he was- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that idea nowadays, man. Yeah.
1: No, I love it. I love it, bro. Well, again, hey, you guys are here on the check in. We're here with with Quentin Thrash, a.k.a. Stay Fly Thrash. Man, I appreciate the time that you've given us today. One thing that I want to do at the end of every episode, I got to go through what I call this or that, all right? You ain't got no time, ain't no preparation. You just got to go with it, okay? So all this right. or that. First thing up, city or country? Country. Oh, for sure. He said, no, nah, that's home. Yeah, that's home, that's home. Um, uh, beaches or mountains?
0: Ooh. Let's go beaches. I like to see the women. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. Um, Vacation, U.S. or leaving the country?
0: Oh yeah, I'm definitely international out here. I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Got you. I've seen everything over here already?
1: Yeah, he <laughs> said so, yeah. Trying to see some more. Um, Fab or uh, uh, patterns? Paisley or
0: polka dot? Ooh, paisley. But it got to be the right paisley. Not all paisleys. You no know what I'm saying? Not all crazy made equally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, um. Last one. Right-handed or left-handed? Uh, I'm right-handed. Right-handed. Okay. Okay. Now, that's I always get the interesting question because they say the the left the right side of the brain when you left hand is more artistic, but I know a lot of designers that are right-handed. Uh, so I just want to throw that one out there. Man, shoot. So Quint man, how how can the people how can they reach you? How can they follow you? What you got? What you got coming up that they they, they need to be on the lookout for?
0: Yeah man, uh, I mean you can find me on social media. Uh, my Instagram is at StayFlyThrash. Uh, my website is thrashbespoke.com. dot uh, Everything I make is completely custom one on one. So uh, I don't have any ready to wear clothing. Um, but what I am working on now is a home decor line, which goes back to what I was speaking about earlier. Is like. I built a complete brand around if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your Mcdonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's on myself, not just the clothes that I wear, yeah, I have a car that I drive to so the way my apartments um designed, all of those things matter, so now I'm working on home decor, so uh if you may not be a suit wearer or things like that, then it may be a throw pillow of mine that, that, that may resonate with you or some drapes or whatever that may be. So that's something that I'm kind of tapping into. And it also gives like, you no, know I'm saying those little younger, uh, longer black kids that look like us who, who haven't been exposed to those types of things that they may be interested in too. You know what I mean? Just showing like someone else that looks like them is doing something that they never seen being done before. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. A home decor line, man. And uh, I'm excited about it and I can't wait to I can't wait to put it out there for everybody to kinda you know what I'm saying uh tap into.
1: Well sure you got uh you got nine months before my house is done being built. So at oh. that point I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some of that. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. already remember, man. Look, you you see? Okay, yeah. You see okay. We...
0: Yeah.
1: I like that. I like that, man. no, nah, bro. I, I appreciate you. Uh and again, bro, I, I appreciate I'm gonna go back too. I appreciate you pulling up to the LA Flash mob. You know what I'm saying, pulling up, coming and experience the the brotherhood with us, bro. You know, that was that was that was lovely.
0: Right now, I'm gonna be real. Right now, I was kind of in my feelings that the the one before that I wasn't I I was I wasn't <laughs> know of. I kind of okay. so when the next one came around, I was like, let me make sure let me make sure I'm on point. Yeah, you gotta be there. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. It was a pleasure, man. Y'all y'all welcome me with open with open arms, man. It was I had an amazing time. Uh, I, I met so many amazing people from that. Like, I actually just ran to a guy that lives in my building who knew me from that um, that event. So, um, yeah, man, I just want to appreciate you. I mean, I want to thank you and I appreciate what you've been doing with the Black Menswear movement.
1: Love bro. love,
0: bro. All over everything, like, man, it's that, it's amazing, bro. And I'm just glad I was able to be a part of it and and bring, you know what I'm saying, what I do to the table.
1: No, nah, love, bro. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Again, guys, you guys have been here with us on the check-in. This is a season two, episode two, dope episode with my guy Thrash. Um, don't miss out! Don't miss out! We're gonna drop this on Thursday on all podcast channels. So if you if you caught the tail end of it, go check out the check-in uh on all podcast channels, we there believe me we there you can hear it over again my man dropped some really good nuggets about growing about maturity about uh the time and taking the time that it takes to get to where you got to be at and really understanding and trusting the process so you're not going to want to miss out on that my guy, i appreciate you bro love to you love to you and the family i'm gonna be seeing you soon yep i'm looking forward to it i'll be seeing you soon bro all
0: right see you soon brother all right now yep
1: Thank you for listening to the Check-In with Black Menswear. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Menswear. Check out and subscribe to the Black Menswear YouTube channel. And visit us online at www.weareblackmenswear.com to join the mailing list for ongoing updates for the Black Menswear Flash Mob Tour. Peace and blessings.